0: Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat the Designer.
1: Bear on Bears fans, welcome into the Chicago Bears Podcast. This is the best. Bears podcast, you are going to get in the entire city, in the entire district world, where we at right now. We got Lance Briggs, hey. we got Jason McKee,
2: yes, sir. and we got John Yerkovich. Yes, county, township, wherever we're at, that's where we are. We are, <laughs> 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 are at school <laughs> <laughs> district, wherever we want right, to be, that's where we're
1: at. The yes. Chicago Bears podcast is officially live, boys. How you guys feeling, man? Are you excited about this? We're going to have so much Bears breakdown. We got the defensive side, the yes. defensive side, the offensive side in the building. We're covering everything on this month.
0: Well you you you, you you got a little fullback in you. You look like you can play a little fullback. So we got two off. There we go. So we're not there out you you go. We're not out There you
2: here. go. You know what I mean? Definitely yeah. not a know. receiver. Yeah, yeah. A Definitely not a back. receiver. I'll, I'll, you might be an H-back. I'll, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll tell my my football story uh, one day on the podcast. It, it doesn't end with me with all of my limbs in socket.
2: It's all in-depth knowledge. It's, it's all, all in-depth depth. knowledge. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great to have the Bears. I mean, for a long time, I've been here 22 years. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever had an opportunity to get the Bears. Yeah. So the fact that the Bears yeah. are on ESPN Radio 1000, that's Mm -hmm. where the excitement started to begin. And now, uh, you know, all the fun's going to start. All the fun's going to happen. The draft's coming up, and then we get the games during the year. And then we get the association with the Bears, which is fantastic. Now, being a former Packer, yeah, I hope you fellas don't yeah, hold it. Yeah, we yeah, want yeah, right. the knowledge, timing. not the colors. Timing I, is everything. I, yes, you're yes every is. Son, so we you're got okay. draft picks. we got get, the quarterback. I get to bring the outside view, I, though. I, the yes. unbiased yes. fans view. Hey, hey, hey,
1: boys, we want the knowledge, not the colors, right? It's that's right. that's yeah. the game, Green and
2: gold, though. But I did grow up a Bears fan since I was a youth, growing up in beautiful Calumet City, Illinois. So that no right. one can ever take away from Johnny Handsome is I've been here forever. That's true. And I've been a Bears fan when when uh, Vince You're Evans and Bob Avellini were quarterbacks, <laughs> Oh, yeah. You dug in franchise. like an Alabama tick, baby. Two more quarterbacks that couldn't get it done here in the city of Chicago <laughs> and a legacy of quarterbacks that couldn't get it done in the city of I, I believe,
1: I believe we've found the one that's going
2: to change the game. So. Let's
1: I hope, hope so. So. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's build a baseline. Let's start there, boys. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's build a baseline for the podcast because right when we're starting, we missed a lot of the offseason stuff that went down. Mm-hmm. Where the Chicago Bears are at right now. How do you feel like this season is going to go? How do you feel like the Chicago Bears are going to fare in the NFC North and at record overall? I think this is the
3: most hopeful that the Bears team has been since 2018 2018 season. Yeah. You know, and I think even more hopeful now because they're it's it, they're building for the future. You know, and it's and they're doing it brick by brick. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, Whatever success that they find this year, you know, we're sitting on two first round picks next year. We got picks coming up over the uh, the next three years, you know, and, and and there's gonna be options there. So the the to me the limit is is just sky high. The hope is sky high right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm optimistic. The way we look on paper in terms of the moves that we made, mm-hmm. obviously the game's not played on paper, it's played on the field. Absolutely. So a lot of work to be done. But right now is, is where things take off, the off season, You know, the guys returned yesterday for the off season program. Uh, the development is key. You know, understanding the scheme, whether, you know, each side of the ball makes the scheme simpler for the guys to go out there and execute it. Um, you know, this is where – The wins happen. This is where the chemistry takes place. So I like what we've done on paper. A lot of work needs to be done. Obviously, we got the draft coming up. Add some more guys in this locker room that can help this team take the next step.
2: Well, we definitely need to add guys. So woefully, woefully thin on the uh, defensive line. Uh, It was a defensive line that only had nine sacks last year. The rest of the sacks coming from the linebacker in the safety position. Uh, The offensive line chains only as strong as its weakest link. And I don't think you've addressed enough positions on the offensive line yet. That's why we have the draft. That's what we're looking forward to, getting some pieces in Kansas City. And the quarterback, still a work in progress, Mm -hmm. still has to improve. The decision is made on a fifth-year option at the end of next year. The improvement I saw from the beginning of the year to the end of the year with the quarterback Leaves me a lot of hope that that improvement is going to take place again with becoming comfortable with Lou Getz in the offense and getting some better pieces around him. I think the Bears have found their quarterback. Hopefully, uh, the improvement Jalen Hurts had with the Philadelphia Eagles is the improvement Justin Fields has with the Chicago Bears this year. Answer all questions. That way you can use your two first-round picks on what you need on his football team mm-hmm. picture.
1: I think, I think that's such an interesting basis of it, right, when you talk about Jalen Hurts because, realistically, we're not in Jalen Hurts' last year territory yet. Right. Right. Jalen Hurts last year was a phenomenal quarterback, but he also had top offensive line, top defensive line, linebacker, quarterback. He was surrounded, by, a, a, a he was surrounded by greatness on that Edwards. team, right? Yep. Uh, to me, we're in the year before that, where Jalen Hurts came in, had games where he looked like a world-beater, had games where he looked like Okay, this might be the guy, but he's still got a lot of learning to do. I think that's where the Bears come in this season. For me, I'm looking at the offensive side, and I do want to ask you all this because you brought up uh, um, what Philly did. Mm -hmm. On the offensive end of the football, have the Bears done enough for Justin Fields this offseason? Because that is the question that we got to look
0: at. I think the biggest key is, right, we talk about obviously want to put pieces around Fields to be successful. You need to bring in playmakers. But here's the thing, too. Here's the key that we're missing. This will be the second year he's in the same system. Yep. You know what I mean? That's huge. That's huge. You know, the, the familiarity is going to be there. It's going to be a little easier for him. Um, obviously, the new guys coming in have to learn the system. We saw that with Claypool last year. Yep. I think he wasn't as successful because he had trouble learning the terminology or learning this offense or learning how he fit in this offense. But – you know, it remains it remains the same. You know, Justin Fields being in this offense for the second year in a row, he's going to feel more comfortable. And now you're bringing the pieces around him on the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, Yurko mentioned it earlier. We need guys up front to protect him. We need yeah, guys up front. We know important. we can run the ball. Mm-hmm. But you got you to gotta be able to <clears throat> keep him upright so he can get the ball to those playmakers. But, you know, I'm optimistic because he is a second year in this system. And we see what Jalen Hurst did. He was in yeah. the same system. They they started doing something, you know, about what, about four or five games
3: into the season. They started running a uh, quarterback called runs. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's one of the things that's that's been so successful for Josh Allen for Jalen Hurts and uh, and I, I think we probably went to the well a few times more than we should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But but that's also because of the lack of the weapons that were outside and the, and obviously the the protection um, up front. Uh, but you know, you put you 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 put those weapons around and you get given that protection that that's a nightmare for defenses yeah. preparing for that preparing for the quarterback uh, called run and being able to having to worry about a quarterback that can effectively throw to his receivers and he has dangerous guys you have effective uh, running backs as well um that's that's the stuff that that, that defenses that pains us you know what I mean going into the week we have to deal with everything
2: yeah being a running quarterback kind of used to have a negative connotation to it I think that's gone it yeah. has to be, I definitely. think you have got to be. have the ability to run and I'm going to give you the perfect scenario uh, they don't have a lot of planned runs for Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. but Mahome's mobility and his ability to run helped him in the Super Bowl yeah. when he had that key gain where he brought it down to the 13-yard line, and it was like a 30-yard gain. It's, in essence, what won the Super Bowl for those guys. He got out, got away from it, saw man coverage, and just ran. Okay, so you still have to have the ability to run. You've got to have it. But if there's a slight transference of having to rely on Justin Fields to run and letting the running backs get a little bit more action— the ability to run and to get out of trouble is always going to be there for the quarterback, and it's yeah. always necessary. Even Steve Young had that ability to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. You've got to have that. But the call plays, boy. I'd rather see my running backs take the the hits a, a lot of times. But Absolutely, I'm happy our quarterback has the ability to get out and get moving and get positive yardage.
1: Can can we say though that right? Justin's in a situation now where uh, Joe Burrow is in? right? Where hey, listen, I, I I get that right. We don't have the offensive line that's perfect for you in place. You still got to go out there and make plays. Uh, Josh Allen was in that situation. Um, Hertz kind of was in that situation last year. They improved upon that. Or two mm-hmm. years ago, they improved upon that, right, where, yeah, you you don't have the perfect scenario set up now. But guess what? You got possibly two to three uh, guys that can catch the ball now. You add in uh, Deontay Foreman out of the backfield, mm-hmm. who's a good pass catcher as well. Right, like, you, you've got weapons now. You got to use your legs a little bit, but – <laughs>
0: You you still got to make plays. Yeah, you you want him to make plays, right? But it's the coordinator's job to have him make plays within his skill set. Yes, you don't want him to go out there and, and, and throw the ball fifty times a game because I don't think that is his makeup right now. Right. You go, you want to design a, a passing game or a scheme where he's comfortable with, right? Situations to where you know you can get the ball out of his hand quickly to make him comfortable, get his confidence up, and then you take those shots downfield or you know the outside zone scheme that they're running. You know you use that. In terms of you know establishing the play action or the boot off the off the uh, off the uh, outside zone scheme that right. they run, but you have to do things that's going to make him comfortable and things that fit his skill set. If not, you're setting him up for failure. I, don't,
3: I you, don't think you I don't think you ask him anything right now. You know this is the off season three? and you're not done doing what you're what you intended to do for him. Right. You know what I mean moving into this year. You know before we ask him, hey, we want you to throw the ball more. We want you to do this more, do that more. Show me what we're. I want to show you what we're going to do to protect you. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we're going to add some more weapons. Maybe we're going to do this. We're going to we're going to add a title. Maybe we're going to do this. you know. There's a few more things that we want to do. You know, we're going to get a few tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, we're going to compete and we're going to we're going to build depth in our offensive line. You know, so if something happens, we know that we can plug somebody else in. But mm-hmm. I think it's too early to say. We want you to do this now when we haven't added or,
0: all the pieces. Well, you have to ask him what he likes. What do you? What do you like? Right. right? You know what do you? Because this is offense. It's his offense. Yeah. What do you? What do you like, Justin? But you, I, I think what you, you, ha- feel you have. What you, you have say Ohio State guys. Right. <laughs> you you have what you
2: have though. Right. Like, well, <laughs> we'll find out here. Yeah. We're going to have another what eight nine picks. Yeah. We may, Might yeah. be able to turn that in a couple of more picks right. trade down. So we'll find out what he ends up getting. You right. know what you're going to have that you. You're making the players better around him, but he's going to be a quarterback you hope that's going to be able to make the players better, too. Mm -hmm. Great quarterbacks make the the rest of the guys better. You know, dare I say, and I I, I bring up Mahomes, but because Mahomes is the easiest example to bring up, they lose Tyreek Hill, it didn't seem to matter. Right, right. They brought guys in, they put them in the offense, and they allowed them to be able to flourish within their offense. Hopefully that's where we're getting to. We're not there yet. Hopefully that's where we're getting to.
1: But I... When I'm looking at it, right, like, and and not to say it's on Justin now. I agree with you, right? Like, we have what we have. I don't know if a a rookie offensive tackle is going to make a a huge difference for him this season. There's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be development, right? Mm -hmm. But if Justin's going to be that guy, right, to me the guys have been, the guys that have been able to make the bad situation work. I've seen Pat Mahomes go to a Super Bowl with no tackles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. insane bad, to me. Bad, bad
2: offensive
1: line. Bad offensive line play, right? I, I've Guys seen, getting
2: injured everywhere.
1: Mm. I, I, I've i seen Joe Burrow make it to a Super Bowl. Same situation where, and I think that's kind of the situation we're in, where right, like Nick Foles goes to the Super Bowl. He's got the best offensive line in the world in front of him. He's able to make all these throws because he's got the time. And Just he's a wild part, and, and yeah, and Justin's not going to have that opportunity. But I'm seeing guys in his age range do that.
0: Yeah, the elite teams in this league—they have elite quarterback play, Mm -hmm. and those elite quarterbacks are multipliers. Like Yurko was saying, right? They make the the great ones. They make everybody around them better, right? You talked about Nick Foles, right? Wasn't an elite quarterback? Sorry, Briggs. No, he wasn't, but. He had, a, he had elite leadership. I'll give him that. He had elite leadership. He was, he was he, Super Bowl elite. He was elite in the <laughs> locker room in terms of leading his team. Off-bench
2: elite. <laughs> he had elite character, and that, that matters. Six know man him. of the year. For well, was, for. To me, this was a seven-win team that underperformed last year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they underperformed once they decided, hey, we weren't going to compete. Hey, we're going to you know move some of the pieces here. We're going to yeah. try to get some... Uh, uh, some draft assets. But, I mean, I watched the Giants game. I watched the Washington game. I yep. watched the, uh, the Detroit game where they lost by one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely pitiful. To me, it was a 7-1 team that underperformed. Every team goes into the year thinking they're going to be able to win. This team over the last three, four years have found themselves at 3-3, three and 3-4 three, three and four after six and seven games. Mm-hmm. They're always there on the cost, but they either they find a way to crap down their pant leg mm-hmm. or, yep. or something bad happens to them and they decide, okay, this is the direction you're going to go. Once you start getting the feeling that you're not in it in an NFL locker room, it's a terrible feeling. But yeah. then all of a sudden that manifests itself in the play on the field that it's substandard. So they've got to get off to a good start and they've got to believe in themselves so they can stay competitive throughout the year. That's all I think you can ask for out of this team at the state at this that state, they're in right now. In, right 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 now. Yes. Right. Even a team in twenty eighteen <coughs> yeah. that did what they did, twelve and four, I think. They were three yeah. and three after six. Yep. That team was three and three after six, and then ran off a bunch of victories in a row. Yeah. I, the the thing that I'm I, and I'll
3: stand on this is what I, where I think the, the 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 club's in good hands is <clears throat> Fields to me is a quarterback that that is smart enough to understand that that in this on the, on the front end of my career I'm probably going to be using my legs more.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
3: I'm going to develop into the passer that we need. That on the back end of my career I'll use my arm more. You know, and and that I I believe is is gonna be one of the most dangerous tools to have as a as a quarterback, just developing into a pure thrower, you know, out of being a runner. You know what I mean? And I, I and I think that that that's the longitude. That that's what that's what builds the the uh the 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 W's versus Green
1: Bay that we've that we've been missing for so long. Hey, uh this is gonna be the Chicago Bears podcast, boys. Let's finish this thing out. Draft is coming up. One position, give me the one position you take in the first round, no matter where we're picking. Let's start Lance and go around the room. Lance, one position, first round, what Listen, you take.
3: This is a tackle heavy draft and there's not a lot of interior guys. <clears throat> I know you I know I know exactly what you said. I'm sorry. It's, but you got to take a tackle. You have to take a tackle. You have to. Offensive defense. Offensive.
0: Offensive tackle. D-lineman. Not enough sacks last year. I don't know the number, but I know it wasn't enough. You know, the elite teams in this league, they get pressure on the quarterback. Look at the 49ers. They take lineman after lineman, D-lineman after lineman. We need to get another D-lineman
2: here. Uh, I'd I'd say if Jalen Carter's there at nine, I'd take Jalen Carter. I don't even think twice about it. If you trade down to 17 and get 32, also from the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you could uh, find a way to get the kid from uh, Clemson, Greasy and/or Kalijian Kansi from Pittsburgh. Either one of those two. I'd be happy getting one of those guys also.
1: You you thinking about a little uh, draft day situation? I want my picks back, you pancake eating. All right, boys, that's the
2: Chicago Bears podcast. Uh,
1: Appreciate you guys for showing love. Make sure that you guys hit that like button, subscribe over on the YouTube side, and that you leave a five-star review on the podcast page. You're going to get this Monday through Friday, every single week of the year, nonstop Bears content. You're going to have Lance. You're going to have Jason. You're going to have Yurko. You're going to have Pat, the designer. As always, man, y'all stay safe out there. Chicago. Peace.